How has the Recovery Show supported your recovery? It's your turn to speak. Today, we will hear from more than 25 of you sharing your experience, strength, and hope. Welcome to episode 300 of the Recovery Show. This episode is brought to you by Jacqueline, Marilyn, Dan, and Sharon. They used the donation button on our website. Thank you, Jacqueline, Marilyn, Dan, and Sharon, for your generous contributions. This episode is for you. We are friends and family members of alcoholics and addicts who have found a path to serenity and happiness. We who live or have lived with the seemingly hopeless problem of addiction understand as perhaps a few others can. So much depends on our own attitudes, and we believe that changed attitudes can aid recovery. Before we begin, we would like to state that in this show, we represent ourselves rather than any 12-step program. During this show, we will share our own experiences. The opinions expressed here are strictly those of the person who gave them. Take what you like and leave the rest. We hope that you will find something in our sharing that speaks to your life. My name is Spencer, and I am the host for your messages today. Hi, Spencer. This is Julie in California. I was listening to your very latest episode and heard you say that you're collecting contributions for your 300th episode. So here I am calling in. First, congratulations on making it to 300. Wow. What a special number. A, a friend recommended your podcast maybe two years ago. So I started listening. I've gone through all the episodes and now I am re-listening from the beginning. And I want you to know that your podcast enhances my Al-Anon 100%. I work full-time and I'm a single mom to a 10-year-old. So I can pretty much only get to meetings on weekends. Um, and I do have a lovely Saturday home meeting that I go to and I work for a school district. So during summer, I am able to make it to more meetings during the week. But your podcast, um, the episodes are my meetings between meetings. I actually have about a dozen favorite episodes that I have keep on my phone. When I get in a pickle in life, I just go to them and look at the titles and um, pull up an episode and start listening. And what do you know? I usually hear exactly what I need to hear. And that's how program works, right? My higher power speaks to me through other people, as you say on program. You make a difference in my life, and you're inspirational. Thank you for your honesty, too. It just, I'm in awe every time I listen of your honesty and how you how you share your experience, strength, and hope. My very favorite episodes are probably about choices. There are two of them, earlier ones with um, Swaita and Kelly. And then there is a way later one that you did with Eric, which I just finished re-listening to. Those episodes help me hugely because I am a recovering perfectionist. So I can easily sit here upon having to make a choice, trying to figure out what the outcome of this choice will be five, 10 years from now and all the ramifications and all the subsequent things, consequences that might happen from this one choice. And it doesn't matter how little or big the choice is wanting to control the outcome based on fear. But you remind me that I only need to do the very next right thing. And then the next right thing will show up. My gods will show up if I practice program. 
lately, what I've been also been working on is what is the most loving thing that I can do right now? What is the next most loving thing for me that I can do? And I've been finding that things usually work out when I go from there. So thank you very much. And again, congratulations. Hi, Spencer and co-host. How are you? My name is Blair. This is my first share. I felt it would be appropriate for my first share to be to your podcast because your podcast is really what brought me to Al-Anon and has provided me a lot of clarity. I think the love of my life is an alcoholic and I, I don't, I just don't know really. And a friend suggested I go to an Al-Anon meeting to see if it resonated with me. And I didn't want to, I didn't want to, I, I just didn't want to, <laughs> I'm sure you're, a lot of people can relate, but I, I'm still not sure what I think I'm trying to understand and learn that it's not my place to ascribe a title to someone else and their path and their sickness or recovery. But I do know that a lot of your podcast resonates with me and is helping. That's the point. (laughs) I just wanted to say thank you because I was having such a hard time with I didn't want to leave, but I didn't know how I could stay. And I couldn't have expressed that so eloquently until I listened to your podcast. I stole that from you guys. But gosh, when you said that, I just, my, I, I just sobbed because that was exactly how I felt. That is how I feel. I say felt past tense because I've since binge listen to your podcast. I've, I've only been to one meeting in person. Um, I travel for work, which is another thing that you talk a lot about. One of your co-hosts talks a lot about that resonates um, with me, but I've been binge listening to your podcast and it's been really helping me find a lot of clarity and send me on a direction where I feel productive. I, I felt like I had tried everything that I knew how to do. And while I still loved my partner, we were still fighting very terribly. And I didn't understand. There was no logic to it to me. And so I thought he's an alcoholic and there is no logic to that. And so I have to leave him because that's what people do. You know, that's what my mother would tell me to do. That's what your friends tell you to do. If you're in a relationship, with an alcoholic, you leave because they're not good for you. And I was so bleeping scared that I just knew if I went to Al-Anon, that's what they would tell me too, because they were wise and they were going to tell me a path how to fix myself and, and make myself heal. And that obviously the only way to heal is to cut the alcoholic out of your life. And I'm so happy that that's not true. I'm so happy that that's not true. And I just really appreciate 
someone telling me that. <laughs> oh my God, I really needed to hear that. Yeah, I'm sure you can hear in my voice. I'm still very confused and searching and figuring it out and all those things. I mean, I have, I listened to you and your co-host talk about your years in recovery and all the books and all the literature and the classes and the work. And you did, you worked on steps for six months just to do one step. And I'm in such awe, but I'm looking forward to it. When I think about how deep your under how much deeper your understanding must be than mine. I'm, I'm jealous and I'm hungry. I'm hungry for it. I'm hungry for the healing. And now I'm just rambling, but <laughs> I just, uh, wanted to reach out to you and let you know yet again, another person that you've helped and how much I feel sure that you're helping people everywhere who are listening. So thank you. Hi, Senator. My name is Lisa. I'm calling from North Carolina. Congratulations on your 300th show coming up. I'm very glad to have the recovery show in my arsenal of recovery materials and uh, recovery resources. I'm going to be having a milestone of my, of my own while you're having your 300th episode in that I started listening to the recovery show a year ago, about mid-August, and uh, I think August 22nd might have been my first episode I listened to. So I have really appreciated the fact that I have this podcast between meetings. I can listen to your backlog of episodes in the mornings while I'm getting ready for work. It really helps me put my mind in a good place. I do not have a sponsor yet, even though I've been in the program for about a year. And uh, I've asked some people, but they were not able or willing to take on a new sponsee. So one of the things I've gotten from listening to this program is just the idea of giving myself grace and time and just keep coming back to the program, to all the resources, using what is available and what my higher power has given me to help me along in recovery. And I guess it's true that when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. So maybe maybe God knows I'm not really ready, even though I want to be ready for a sponsor. Thank you for your podcast. Thank you for your service. Thank you for everyone who is involved in this podcast. Thank you for every guest that's ever been on because I don't know what I would have done without this resource because I learned by listening and this helps me tremendously. You guys are great. On to the next 300. Take care. Have a good one. Bye. Remember the legion of just 300 Spartans against 300,000? We in Al-Anon are warriors and are striving for serenity amongst the chaos and destructive potential of alcoholism. Thank you so much for this show. It is an essential part of my recovery. It is my entertainment, my self-care. It is sometimes the life preserver that saves me from going down into the depths of despair and self-pity. I'm grateful for your humor and honesty, Spencer. I'm thrilled when Eric co-hosts It Feels Like Study Group, which I love, of course. The interview with Karen B. was especially memorable. Spencer, the interview with you and your wife blew me away. I hope she knows how brave and amazing she was and how much hope she gave that day. I still like the shows with Kelly and Swift that there's so much laughter there. 
I love the variety. Sometimes it's a speaker. Sometimes it's just me and Spencer hashing it out in the car. Anyway, thank you and keep going. I'll keep coming. Kristen H. from the Wednesday Niantic by the Sea Al-Anon Family Group. Hi, Spencer. This is Deborah C. from Florida. Congratulations on your upcoming 300th episode. I am a recent listener and a big fan. I've binge listened to many episodes and have been moved to go deeper into my program. I proudly share your podcast with many of my in-program friends. I talk about you as if you're my new best friend. I'm constantly saying, Spencer says, maybe the affinity is because I grew up out in Milford, Michigan, which is not far from Ann Arbor and spent a lot of time in Ann Arbor as a child and a young adult. And what a gift it was when I received the information about the recovery show. One of my my newest and youngest sponsee, about 30 years younger than I am, shared with me one of your Mary Pearl podcasts. I'd never heard of the recovery show, and I just thoroughly enjoyed it. I laughed, I cried, I learned from her experience, strength, and hope, and then I proceeded to binge listen to all of your podcasts. And my introduction to the recovery show was perfect timing. There were never any coincidences. I am the daughter of sibling of widow of and mother of an alcoholic, so I've been surrounded by and created or contributed to the chaos of this disease all my life. At 57, I crawled into a room to an Al-Anon meeting, desperate for help to save my alcoholic son who was self-destructing. And despite having been in program for 11 years when my son recently relapsed, I relapsed as well. And I, I, my character defects of mothering, managing, manipulating, martyring, that whole MS surfaced like I'd never walked into the rooms of Al-Anon. And thank God for my sponsor and meetings and literature and, and the recovery show. Your episode 84 on the four M's gave me the just-in-time strength and reinforcement I needed. And my well-intended mothering of my son does nothing but rob him of his, of the dignity and respect he deserves. I was able, with the help of Al-Anon, to restore my trust in my higher power, let go and let God, and support my son with love and respect. I was able to say no to the enabling behaviors. I was able to say yes to treatment and help him with that. And I live and breathe the slogans every day. Your episode 292, oh, my God. I added a whole slew of uh, new quotes to my Al-Anon repertoire, and they help me every single day. Thankfully, my son has now found his way back to sobriety in AA. Uh, he has his program, and I have mine. And through the grace of God, we did far less damage to our relationship this go-round. Hands off pays off. It's the most important phrase I've got. Anyway, I'll be a work in progress forever. Through the grace of God now and on, I have many hours of peace and serenity. I am so grateful to have found your program, and I listen to you daily. And thank you for all that you do, and I wish peace and serenity to you. Dear Spencer, I came across your podcast in December of 2017. I am part of another online group for women of alcoholics, so that, along with your program, is such a great support for me. In 2017, I lived in a country with very few English-speaking Al-Anon groups, only one. I tried it out a couple of times, but it was very discouraging. Your weekly episodes have been such an encouragement for me. My husband is working hard at his own recovery, going to AA daily, and is even now seeing a psychiatrist to help reprogram his brain because of multiple big T traumas while he was young. We listened together to you and your wife's recovery story, and we're very encouraged. Each episode speaks to something I need to be working on in my life or reminds me of progress I've made so far. Thank you so much. Kathy. Hi, Spencer. This is Karen, a grateful listener of The Recovery Show. 
And I wanted to let you know that it's a fantastic accomplishment to have 300 episodes and you have reached so many program members. I know from our DC metro area community, we're all plug in and listen to you. And I just wanted to mention that listening to your show with earbuds in my ear during long car trips with qualifiers has changed my entire life and made it so much easier and better to travel. So anybody that listens and usually fights in the car with the qualifier, just put in the earbuds, listen to Recovery Show, and enjoy the drive. So thank you so much, and congratulations. Bye-bye. Hello, Spencer. My name's Cindy. I'm calling from San Diego, California, and I just wanted to give you some feedback of how your podcast has helped me. I am an Al-Anon member that is, like, on and off going to Al-Anon because of my work schedule, so this podcast has really just helped me be able to stay connected and stay grounded. I really enjoyed your last podcast about sabotage and how it really has inspired me to take a look at how I have sabotaged my own relationships because of my own sickness. And so just listening to your podcast makes me make me a priority so I can get out to a meeting and not be such a workaholic. So just want to say thank you for your strength and hope, and um, it's helping me a lot. Have a wonderful day. Bye. Hi, Recovery Show. This is Stacy from Maryland. It is such a pleasure to share how the Recovery Show has been an important part of my recovery, particularly on the occasion of your 300th show. My qualifier is my husband, and after an extremely difficult crisis in March of 2019, My husband found AA, I found Al-Anon, and the transformation of both of us began. I was sure I was going to be getting a divorce at the beginning, and I was sure my problems were all of my husband's fault. Being new to Al-Anon and a person who wants to get it right, I'm using air quotes right now, I got stacks of Al-Anon books. I asked four different people to be my sponsor, and all were too busy or not open to new sponsees. I learned about the recovery show from a dear friend who'd found SA and then Al-Anon and finally your show. She found your show to be critical as she worked in a rural area where there were no meetings to attend. For me, not having a sponsor, I've used the recovery show as my guide. I began with episode one and then daily listened to the newest episodes on my commute to work, which is about an hour away, and an older episode on my way home. On a recent road trip that I was really anxious about due to the complicated family situation I have, I found I could fit 12 podcasts in as I drove up and down the East Coast. I have loved the special topics, but also the practical information on how to work the steps. From the recovery show, I tried, I learned to try out different meetings, find meetings while traveling, and when I can't find a meeting, I've got my podcast and earbuds. Thank you for your service, your wisdom, and your candor. To close, I'll share where I am. I'm not getting a divorce. 
Al-Anon and your guests from the recovery show have given me a structure for focusing on me. My frozen feelings have begun to thaw and be expressed. Your words and stories have helped me find my understanding and eventually my voice. I have softened and found family, work, and friend relationships to be more positive. After six months, my husband and I are in a very good place. Of particular help was episode 294 on Spencer and Amy, as well as how not to sabotage a relationship, episode 299. I have 298, no is a complete sentence on repeat, as well as episode 84, the four M's, manipulation, managing, mothering, and martyrdom, which probably summarizes my life up to uh, March 10th. And the parents' roundtable was super helpful. Here's to the next 300 more. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. You have given me many hours of friendship and driveway moments where I can't bear to go inside my house. I have to listen. Hi, Spencer. This is Denise from Virginia. I think I found the recovery show right when our son had done a major geographic to the other side of the world, and I was absolutely devastated. I was living in the wreckage of the future, as we say, and crying and crying and crying. I've been going to meetings for a couple of years. I had a sponsor, but there were plenty of times like in the middle of the night when I couldn't call my sponsor or go to a meeting and the recovery show was there. Just the sound of your voice is soothing, calming, and the variety of topics has been great. And I was really excited that you played one of the open talks that I had recommended, Carl H., which is still one of my favorites. Anyway, thank you so much for your service. I love the show, and I hope that it continues for many, many, many years to come, because I'm going to keep listening. Blessings. Bye. Hi, Spencer. This is Amy from Chicago. You asked for calls, so I'm calling to contribute to your 300th episode. Congratulations on 300 episodes. That's wonderful. The recovery show has meant so much to me. It is a daily part of my recovery, and I know I would not be where I am without the podcast, you, your fellow hosts, and contributors. I found your podcast after attending a few Al-Anon meetings a little over a year and a half ago. I was really confused and didn't understand anything that I was hearing, but I felt a little better after each meeting, so I kept coming back and wanted to understand more. So I searched for a podcast and found you. Your podcast helped me to understand Al-Anon and apply it to my whole life. I share little tidbits from the podcast in my meeting and while talking to others. Sometimes people ask where I heard that, and I can honestly say that I heard it from a friend. I always recommend The Recovery Show whenever I can. The Recovery Show has also helped me to feel really connected to the bigger Al-Anon family. You have listeners and contributors from all over the world, and it's amazing and humbling that we are all connected by the same disease and similar problems. I really appreciate how open and honest you and everyone else has been, which has helped me with my own recovery. Thank you, Spencer, for your service and dedication to the podcast and Al-Anon. I'm extremely grateful that I found you, and I'm happy to contribute to this celebration of the podcast. Enjoy the celebration and all of the compliments. Hi, Spencer. 
Richard. My name is Cynthia, calling from San Jose, California. I just was calling to say congratulations on your 300th episode and also just share that the recovery show really helped me feel comfortable going into the Al-Anon rooms and the meetings. I tried once and just felt totally out of my skin, and I heard your podcast be referred by somebody who shared, and I took a break from the meetings and just listened to the podcast and the different stories. I started from episode one and kind of worked my way up, and then by the time I went back to the Al-Anon meeting, I was just felt more open and comfortable and the, uh, able to receive the messages and the, all the shares. So your show really helped me feel comfortable and learn a lot of new tools. So thank you very much and congratulations. Hi, my name is Paula. I am Colleen from Michigan. Here is my story. My uh, qualifier, who is my teenage daughter, had been sober for a couple of months when it was suggested to me that I start Al-Anon. I thought the suggestion was in support of my daughter's new sobriety, and little did I realize that I was being directed to start on my own program so that I would uh, quit trying to control hers. I still remember when I first saw the list of Al-Anon do's and don'ts, I was so angry. I was the one with my head on straight that took care of everything. And why did I need to change? But boy, oh boy, did I need to change. I was toxic. I loved the meetings right away, and I started working the steps. But it was then that I started looking for a sponsor. This process became very frustrating, but it took a surprising turn. I was asked to sponsor someone. (laughs) I, uh was worried about that, so I started doing some research to see if this was a good idea. And that's when I stumbled onto your show, the one about sponsorship. The general message was that if I had one more day of Al-Anon, then I had something to share with somebody else. And that as long as I was on at least a step ahead of my sponsee, it could be a good thing. So I took the plunge. I have since gone back to the beginning of your podcast, and I've been listening to them in order. Sometimes I look for certain subjects, but every one of the podcasts have been an extremely valuable part of my recovery. I am a sponsor. I now have a sponsor, and I am a grateful recovering member of Al-Anon and a grateful listener of your show. Thank you, and congratulations on your 300th episode. Hi, Spencer. This is Maria from Pennsylvania, and I'm a grateful Al-Anon, but I'm also an incredibly grateful listener of your show. I believe I've listened to every minute of every episode of the 299 episodes thus far, and it has meant everything to me. I'm a very busy working mom. I work long hours and a high-pressure job, and I have three kids, two of which are very young. My husband over the past five years has been in and out of rehab multiple times. So trying to juggle work and kids plus meetings has just proven near impossible. But what I do have to do is commute to work. That, that is, is a, something that I have to do no matter what. And what I've done on my commute to work for the past four years now is listen to your podcast and re-listen to ones that were meaningful to me. 
it has honestly meant everything to my own recovery. And it has helped me sometimes I don't even expect to hear a message and boom, there's a message speaking to me. The, the most absolutely impactful one for me in my life was when my husband was deciding to stop taking a particular medication that prevented his cravings of his addiction. And it was one of the conditions of him living in the home and he had been clean and sober for several months and then well, actually over a year and then had decided that he was it was time for him to do his program fully and not depend on this medication and my first instincts were, Hell no, absolutely not, you can't you can't do that, I'm not ready. And then uh realizing how crazy that sounds right now, the I'm not ready part. And then I was listening to your program that morning and the message was all about letting go of problems, giving problems to God or your higher power and that these type of things, especially your wildfires recovery, are not in your hands. And I realized in that very moment that I was still trying to control his recovery and that I needed to let it go. So I, I turned off the podcast, called him immediately, and I said, hey, do whatever you need to do for your recovery. It's not in my hands, it's in your hands. And he's been sober now for several months after stopping that medication. And, and if he if he uh, goes further than that, wonderful. If he doesn't, it's okay too. It's not it's not mine to control. It's God's to control. It's my higher power to control. I'm okay with that. I have peace with whichever the outcome might be, not because I figured that out myself. Hey, Spencer, Maria from Pennsylvania. My message got cut off because I talk too much all the time. This is what happens when you just listen to podcasts instead of going to a lot of meetings. You have a lot built up. Uh, nonetheless, I just wanted to close out by saying that that uh, I had the peace in order to be able to do this uh, only because of listening to uh, the words of people going through the same type of thing. And, and I knew that I was going to be okay. And listening to the podcast has just meant everything to me. It's my, my commute meeting, my meeting commute, show up at work more peaceful, and then I show up at home more peaceful because of it. And thank you, thank you, thank you for your service. What you have done has meant everything to me. God bless you and, and the rest of the listeners. Thanks for letting me share. Bye. G'day, Spencer. My name's Aya and I'm calling in from Brisbane, which is on the east coast of Australia. I started listening into your podcast in my early days of recovery when I was really scared and confused and wasn't quite sure if the 12 steps was really going to solve my life. Yeah, like just the the episodes where you spoke about these concepts that just terrified me and confused me, like, you know, like higher power and uh, sponsorship and boundaries and things like that. By hearing about it through your podcast, I got a little tiny bit of an insight into it and managed to go ask about them in the rooms and experiment with them in my life. And two and a half years later, my life is beyond my wildest dreams. So thank you for prompting my investment in recovery. 
Now, my program is actually not Al-Anon, but it's Codependence Anonymous or Coder in short. And because our community here is so tiny, I so appreciate how communal you make this knowledge from across the seas. Um, can't thank you enough. Thank you so much. Hey, Spencer, this is Mark. I sometimes burden you with these long-winded emails, but I heard your latest podcast where you asked for a call, and so I thought I would try that. Real quickly, I've been in the program for eight or nine years before I found the recovery show, uh, and I go to two, two meetings a week, Al-Anon meetings. I do readings. I participate in online groups. So I didn't have the experience of of this being a substitute for regular meetings or other parts of a recovery, but I sure do get a lot out of the program anyway. Uh, for me, it's been a godsend because uh, at the time I found the recovery show, which was really about six months ago, I had just moved locations, and my commute went from about 10 minutes each way to an hour and 15. So I'm up to two and a half hours on the road. And it's just been as if it were designed for me in that sense. And the other thing I would like to say that uh, I know this isn't like a victory lap for Spencer, but your presence, the continuity, the constancy of it is really an important part of it for me because I can see in that the, the recurring themes, the recurring issues, which, you know, resonates with my own journey. You know, these these problems I struggle with do tend to come up over time. But I can also see in your participation and sharing the growth, the potential for growth and real change, and also uh, that when you're committed to the program, and committed to sharing and being open, it really does pay dividends. So uh, I'm sure everybody else is saying this, but I'd like to add my thanks and appreciation and hope that you can continue it and continue to reap the benefits and share them with the rest of us. Good luck for your next 300, and have a great day. Hi, Spencer and fellow Allen Honors. I am Nancy from Northern California. And I've been in the program for 17 years. I am a person who grew up with alcoholism. I married it. And my two of my daughters are addict alcoholics. One of those two daughters is not with us anymore on this earth. She left about almost three years ago. The second daughter is struggling and trying to be in recovery. She's got a lot of trauma and a lot of problem. And I've been, what did I say, 17 years in Al-Anon, and I really feel like I can relate to all aspects of the family disease of alcoholism and addiction. I have benefited so much from the podcast, the Recovery Show podcast. I started listening about two years ago. I commute about 40 minutes to work every day. So really, my work commute is either sponsoring other people on the phone or listening to the recovery show, and it's just boosted my own recovery in a lot of ways. I live in a small town in Northern California and, you know, close to the Bay Area, so I have done some Bay Area meetings, but it just broadened my recovery to start listening to people from all over the country. And listening to speakers, Spencer, that you put on 
from different times in recovery and different parts of the country. That has helped my own recovery significantly. I have been in some therapy groups in different parts of the country through my daughter's residential treatments. Both of my oldest two daughters have been in various residential treatments. Uh, My youngest daughter is not afflicted with addiction, thank goodness. I have three daughters total, two here on earth, as I said. It's been a journey. I'm on my second time through the fourth step, but I'm really starting to see after this many years in the program how fluid the steps are and how I can be on any one step in a variety of ways on any given day or week. But I am diligently working to have enough time to share my step five a second time around with a sponsor right now. Hi, Spencer. This is Nancy again from Northern California. I just want to finish up because I'm trying to actually say all this so that it could get into your episode 300 about how much the recovery show has helped me. Like I said, I think I've been in the program about as long as you have. It just never stops helping me when I hear other people's experience, strength, and hope especially, like I said, from all over the country now and all over the world. I just need that connection, and I'm so grateful for your podcast. And do not stop at 300. That's my message right now. Keep going. It is evolving. So are you. So are all of us. And we are all works in progress. I hope that your podcast stays as such also because it can help an old-timer like me and a newcomer that hasn't even put their big toe in the first meeting yet. So just keep up the good work. Keep exploring topics. Even if you review a couple of topics over and over again, they always there's always additions. There's never an end to what can we can learn from each other. I feel like I'm part of the best Me Too movement there ever has been, and I'm so grateful to be in the rooms. Thank you very much. Bye. Hi, Spencer. My name's Christina, and I'm from far northern California. And when I joined Al-Anon, I learned about your podcast within the first month. And this month, August, is going to be my two-year birthday. So I just wanted to tell you that by finding your program, like, early in my recovery, it has helped me so much. And the things that really have helped me along my journey are your episodes on detachment, setting boundaries, like episode 55, and detaching with love, and then episode 64, which was detachment. And then there's one on boundaries, expectations, and learning to say no, which was a recent one. So all of your podcasts have been so helpful in speeding up my recovering and help helping me to grow. When I came in the program, my daughter had been addicted for eight years. Six of those years, she had been out on the street. Now, it's been 10 years, and she's been clean now for seven months. This miracle of this program, I just can't even believe we're living in the middle of a miracle. But I'm learning so much from your podcast, and I drive so much from that I listen. I think I've listened to all of your podcasts from the very beginning. So I just want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart for everything that you do and all your co-hosts and people that come and speak with you and share their journey with us too. It really makes a world of difference. So I just wanted to share that with you because you had said you were going to have episode 300 coming up 
and I'm really excited for you to keep pursuing this, and I really appreciate it so much. So thank you from all of us in the far northern California, because I tell everybody about you. Okay, thanks again. Bye now. Dear Spencer, congratulations on 300 shows. You have been my meeting between meetings for almost three years. Sometimes you are my meeting in the middle of the night when the hamsters are eyeing their wheels. I enjoy Eric and all your guests. One of the many things your show has helped me with was being able to admit my own flaws to myself more easily after listening to you humbly admitting your own. That has been a big aid in my recovery. I also enjoy the section where you tell how you've used program in your daily life, at work, etc. I'm trying to apply the steps in all my affairs now, too. Because of your appearance on Cyberspeak and Recovered, I've begun listening to those podcasts as well. At first, I listened in hopes of understanding my loved one's problems better. Now I listen for my own sake. The spiritual lessons they are learning with the steps are the same lessons I'm working on. Thank you for the time and sharing you have given to all us listeners. I also really enjoyed listening to your wife on Cyberspeak. Thanks to her also for sharing her journey with us. Sincerely, Penelope E. Hi, Spencer. Craig from Alberta. I'm calling to say congratulations on your 300th episode. That's fantastic. I can't tell you how much the show has been a support to me over the past year. A little bit of my background, I grew up in a home with active drinking, although we all thought it was all quite normal, and the disease progressed, and my family broke down, my parents divorced, then later my father's disease took off on his own right. I came to Al-Anon about a decade ago thinking it wasn't my problem, only last a few meetings. And then my wife's situation became active in the last five years, and she too grew up in a home of alcoholism, but of course denies it now. So I hit my knees about a year ago, and I found the recovery show is one of the things to give me some experience, strength, and hope. And I can't tell you how much it's been a fantastic uh, help to me in my recovery. I think some of the, the speakers you've had on have been fantastic, and I've really uh, recognized and, and uh, resonated with what they've described. I think of Maria and Ruth and Akela, Diana and Carrie, and of course Eric. I, I identify so much with what both of you describe. I have three teenage children and living in a home of uh, active drinking. The serenity that I've been able to find in the last year coming through the program has been life-saving. I have a home group, and in fact, I'm on my way there this morning. It's a Saturday morning group. I have a service position, and I'm in a men's study group working step four. It is all part of my recovery, which I didn't even recognize I needed a year ago. I thought I was doing okay, but... Finally, the rage and the resentment and the anger just blew over, and I knew I, I had to get help. So thank you again so much for all you've done in your service, and congratulations again on your 300th episode. Hi, Spencer. Congrats on your podcast milestone. I began listening to the podcast about a year and a half ago, shortly after I started attending Illinois meetings. I enjoy listening to your podcast each week. As I reflect on the parts of the podcast that are extra meaningful to me, two things come to mind. First, in one of the first episodes I listened to, you and Eric used the phrase, drop the rope. This phrase was helpful to me. I frequently share it at meetings. Secondly, the part of the podcast where you talk about your life and recovery has been so helpful to me. When I first came into the program, I was so focused on the alcoholic and who knows what else that 
I would think about Al-Anon during Al-Anon meetings and at no other time during the day. This segment of the podcast taught me how to use the program outside the walls of Al-Anon and with people other than the alcoholic. When I became aware of the way you use the program day to day, I was able to recognize that many people in meetings were also sharing about applying the program in all our affairs. This has been life changing to me, and it is always part of the podcast I look forward to most each week. Once again, congratulations, Kate. Hey, Spencer, friends and family of the recovery show. This is Eric B. calling in on Saturday. I hope just under the gun here to get a share in for your 300th episode. What a milestone. In keeping with my typical way of uh, participating with you, I'm going to define the word milestone from Oxford Dictionary. It's a significant stage or an event in the development of something. For me, that something has been recovery. When I found your show back in May, perhaps even sooner, March or April of 2015, and reached out to you to suggest a topic, and you said, why don't you join me? That was a milestone beginning for me. 26 episodes later, you and I, uh, I can honestly say the arc of my recovery has paralleled my participation with you in the show and hearing others on the show, and it certainly has been significant and a major achievement for me to be blessed with participating with you and being honored to participate with you. I um, I looked up a couple of things preparing for my share this morning, not to be long-winded, but there's a, actually a, a lot of information about the meaning of the number 300, which is this episode of yours. It's called an angel number, angel number 300. And the secret meaning of angel number 300 I found And it says that uh, this repeating number sequence is your guardian angel's way of saying hello and letting you know they've got your back. The next time you see angel numbers 300, stop and clear your head. The meaning of number 300 urges you to be open and accepting of the blessings that are on the way to you. You've worked hard for them, and you deserve to have them. All the sacrifices, sleepless nights, and missed family events are all worth it. Soon you'll be receiving the rewards of your labor. And it will be a very fruitful period for you and your loved ones. You will be very satisfied with the results and you will be proud of all that you have accomplished. Allow yourself to feel these things because they are a testament that you have done well. When you keep seeing 300, you're being encouraged to seize the moment. This is the best time to do things that you have always wanted to do. Spencer, thank you so much. It's been truly an honor and a blessing for me to participate with you, the Recovery Show, your guests, and all who listen. We are truly the lucky ones. Eric B. Hey, Spencer, one quick follow-up. Eric B. again. First, it's obvious that I've been participating, which is the key to harmony for me, because I didn't even have to look up the phone number for the number to call in to leave this voicemail. But what also I find very, very interesting is the Scrabble word score calculator for the word milestones is 12. Thanks again. Eric B. Dear Spencer, congratulations on your 300th episode. I'm relatively new to Al-Anon as I just started attending meetings in May. I found this podcast sometime in July and have been binge listening ever since. 
I can't make it to a meeting every day, so it's great to have this podcast to listen to in my car. I only get 15 to 20 minutes a day, but it's enough. Right now I'm listening to episode 12 on detachment, which I'm really struggling with at this time. I love all the visuals used by the group to demonstrate detaching with love. I'm applying things discussed in episode 6 on expectations every day to all aspects of my life, and it's really helped me to see where I can change things about myself to help be less resentful. And episode 7 on letting go helped me get past my anger with my father who passed away last September after losing his battle with alcoholism. I can't even describe the feeling of peace left within my soul. So thank you for continuing to produce and publish this podcast, knowing that you make a difference every single day in the lives of someone who listens. I will keep coming back. Truly, Mimi A., Biloxi, Mississippi. Hi, this is Greer calling in. Um, I'm calling in to share for the 300th episode about what the Recovery Show podcast has really done for me in my own recovery. Really, to simply put it, it's really been a hugely valuable tool for me, both in the beginning stages when I was too shy or too scared to go to meetings. It was that kind of really accessible meeting that I could go to any place, anytime that really made it possible for me to become more familiar with the program of Al-Anon. So I did feel more confident and comfortable when I did start to go into the rooms for meetings near my home. Another really important aspect to the podcast is that it explains a lot of the language of Al-Anon, of the steps, of the traditions, of the concepts. Because on my own, when I initially read them, it was off-putting to me. I really didn't know how I felt about God or a higher power, or I was so much in my own sickness that hearing that I didn't have control over things or claiming responsibility for other aspects of my recovery, it felt wrong and Really listening to how Spencer and the various other hosts that he's had on the program explain those things really brought me to a deeper place of honesty within myself about my portion of things that I have done, about a greater sense of honesty and who I am and how I function in relationships and kind of why I feel and ultimately act certain ways sometimes. And while I'm definitely still a work in progress, just every episode I feel like when I'm listening to it, it helps me get to know myself a little bit better and that ultimately is really benefiting me in my recovery. So I truly, humbly, gratefully want to say I appreciate the work for the podcast so much. I think it's making me a better person. It's making me a better mother. It's making me a slightly less better ex-wife, which is ultimately better for everyone involved. I wanted you to know that the recovery show has been a lifesaver for me. I've been in recovery for about two years. I grew up with an alcoholic mom, and now my husband is drinking more and more. It's important to me to stay committed to our marriage. There are times when I'm filled with anger, fear, and resentment. The recovery show has helped me to calm down and to take care of myself. I've been able to love my kids and my husband in spite of the drinking. 
I've been looking more at my own issues and taking care of my side of the street. I still have a long ways to go and a lot to learn, but my heart is in a better place. I forgave my mom completely and was able to love her unconditionally before she passed away last year. A lot of good has come from being in recovery. I listen to your shows almost every day driving to work. Thank you, Spencer, for your calm voice. I loved the show that you and your wife did together. It was obvious that you have loved her well by listening to her gratefulness of you. Thank you for this incredible ministry. I appreciate all of you who have hosted and called in to share. It brings healing and hope to my hurting soul. Carol. Hi, Spencer. My name is Eileen. I'm from Virginia. I've been listening to your show off and on for years. And I just heard, I guess, the most recent one where you said your 300th is soon and that today is the day when you have to put your final call in. So anyway, I thought, oh, God, call, because so many times I've thought, well, I need to call and say thank you. Just thank you for this service you're offering. So many times I would just kind of randomly go through and find one of your podcasts, and it would just really hit the nail on the head. So I really appreciate it. Yeah, I could go on and on about my situation, but I just want to thank you for this. It seems like you've managed to get through the bad part, and it's great that you're just sticking with continuing to serve, give this service. That's really great. I just thank you for that. And yeah, thank you. I hope you continue. I hope you can help more people. I tell people about you all the time, and have a great day. Thanks. Bye. Hi, Spencer. This is Stacy calling from Illinois. And I realize I've missed the deadline for uh, feedback for the 300th show, but I decided to just call anyway and say thank you for the recovery show. I'm a single mom, and that makes it hard for me to get to more than one meeting a week. Also, my job is such that it makes it hard to get out to meetings. So suffice it to say, this show has saved my serenity dozens of times, and I only started listening to it this year, although I've been a grateful member of Al-Anon for about three years now. I'm a two-time qualifier. I'm an adult child of an alcoholic and the former spouse of an alcoholic. I've really appreciated the shows on parenting as an adult child of an alcoholic and and shows about being an adult child as well. One of the things that I've found lacking in Al-Anon is there's not a lot of literature or talking about those of us who are divorced from people we were married to who were alcoholics but are still in need of the experience, strength, and hope of a program. And so I think it would be great if there was a show, or maybe there already has been one, and I just haven't found it, on divorce. And also, for me, in my marriage, I was married to somebody who was very, very skilled at hiding their drinking, and there was just a lot of denial going around <laughs> in the whole relationship, and certainly a lot of denial on my part as well. I don't think that's a very common story. I haven't heard that around the tables of um, really not being aware of how serious the person's um, addiction was. But uh, that's my two cents, and thank you so much, and keep on keeping on. Thank you. Bye. 
Hi, Spencer. This is Sarah in Iowa. Um, you would ask for some feedback about what the show has done in my life and in my program. And I just wanted to let you know two things primarily for me. One, it's really hard for me to get to regular meetings with a minor child with a, a crazy custody calendar and a co-parent. I can't really trust to watch her given the alcoholism, the active alcoholism. So just having meetings at my fingertips has been huge. And two, and this one was huge for me, your podcast has been something that has enabled me to either not pick up the rope or drop the rope and walk away from potential conflict with my alcoholic and, you know, go into the other room or put in my earbuds and listen to a podcast that would help me take a breath and not engage. And I I just know there's been a lot of conflict I've been able to avoid as a result of being able to go to you and your co-host for a meeting right in that moment when I need to drop that rope or not pick it up. So thank you for the 300 episodes. I'm so grateful. Keep up the great work. Thanks. Wow. Thank, thank you all for contributing to this show. Thank you for letting me know how the recovery show helps. and helps me to keep going. Sarah wrote with a music suggestion. Spencer, prior to joining Al-Anon, I'd heard Don't Blame Me by Taylor Swift numerous times and never thought much of it. Since becoming aware of my extreme codependency addiction obsession with my alcoholic fiancé, this song has taken on new and profound meaning. This song perfectly describes me when I'm at my sickest, totally obsessed with him and willing to do and be anything in furtherance of my drug, him. Thought it might be one you can use in a codependency, obsessive thinking, or detachment episode. Thanks for all your hard work on this podcast. It's truly changed my life. God bless. Sarah in Iowa. Well, I'm using it right now, Sarah. Thank you. Thank you for the suggestion. In this section of the podcast, we talk about our lives and recovery, what's happening in our lives and in our meetings this week. Man, this has been, last week was just such a full week. My step four meeting, we were in the spirituality chapter of Blueprint for Progress on the last section titled Findings, which says basically, so what did you learn by answering the questions in this section? The uh, sharings around the table were diverse and deep, many of them. And I reflected on something that I had heard just a little bit earlier in the day. If you've been listening for a while, you know, I have throughout my time in Al-Anon struggled with higher power. Some days I'm, I'm really good with that concept, and some days I'm like, oh, what is this thing? Yeah. So I was listening to This American Life, episode 680, which is about the power of words. And between a couple of the acts, there was a little snippet by the host who was talking about a conversation he'd had with a Methodist minister in this house is of Jewish upbringing. And the minister spoke of our, our duty to praise God. And the host was wondering, well, why, why is this such a thing? Why do we have to praise God? Why does God need our praise? It hit me. What does God get out of that? Why does he want us sitting down and telling him how great he is for 45 minutes a day? Is he that needy? 
If some parent demanded that of their kids, okay, I want you to praise me for 45 minutes a day, every single day of your life, we would know they were nuts. And it's like what I was saying to John, who was the minister. What does God care if we love him? And John had such a lovely answer. He said, first off, he thinks lots of people make the mistake of picturing God as being like us, like humans, like he's somebody who we're calling on the phone or something when we're praying. But the way he sees it, he understands God to be all the values and principles that he sees in scripture, the obligation to love each other, to be honest and decent in our dealings with each other, all of those things. And when he's praising God, he said, that's what he's praising. He's basically repledging himself to those principles which he loves. And the host continues, I've learned that other clergy of many different faiths, some of them say the same things, especially that God doesn't need our prayers. The prayers are for us. And I just felt that, you know, the coincidence of hearing that just shortly before coming into the meeting where then we're talking about spirituality was, you know, my higher power speaking to me and also explaining to me something that I really didn't understand either. And I, I really like that interpretation of all of the, the prayers of praise, the psalms of praise, the poems of praise, that they're, they're praising the goodness of what our higher power represents and recommitting ourselves to it. And that it's very meaningful to me. During the week, I had what I considered a milestone birthday. I turned 64, decided to celebrate 64. It's my Beatles birthday, for those of you who understand where that came from. I thought, much better than celebrating my Medicare birthday next year. So I had a big party, invited a bunch of friends, and some relatives came from out of town. My brother and sister came. And a cousin who lives in Seattle came. I haven't seen her for years since the marriage of her sister that I went to. And she brought with her a couple of her kids that my kids had never met. So cousins got to got to meet each other. And that was pretty cool. My daughters here in town, my other child came from Colorado where they live. And we had we had a really nice party on my birthday and good companionship and also very tiring. I spent most of Sunday after dropping my kid at the airport early in the morning, just sort of crashing, <laughs> lying around doing not much of anything because I needed to recharge. I needed to, to take care of myself at that point. And I did things throughout the week to take care of myself, but it still was all that excitement, all that energy is tiring. And I keep meaning to say something about this. In 2020, July, early July 2020, the AA International Convention is going to be in Detroit, Michigan, which is not very far from where I live. A few weeks ago, when reservations opened up at one of the conference hotels in downtown Detroit, my wife called and made a reservation for us for Friday and Saturday night. Now, the conference starts on Thursday. We might come Thursday and drive home for Thursday night. Not completely clear on our plans at this point, but I will be there Friday, Saturday, and I guess part of Sunday whenever it's over. If you're planning to attend, let me know, and maybe we can arrange a meetup of some sort for uh, listeners of The Recovery Show. You can call and leave a voicemail, as many of the people today did, at 734-707-8795. You can use the voicemail button on the website to join the conversation from your computer, or you can send an email to feedback at therecovery.show. All of this and more is at therecovery.show slash contact. So that's the only thing you really need to remember to get in touch with us. We would love to hear from you. Share your experience, strength, and hope, your questions, 
And if you have a topic you'd like us to talk about, let us know. Leah sent a song suggestion. Spencer, thank you so much for your podcast. I listen often. It is my meeting when I can't get to a meeting. I wanted to recommend a song. Blake Shelton, Savior Shadow. This song helped me to believe in a higher power. Always in gratitude, Leah. Believe it or not, we did get a few messages that weren't about episode 300. Bernice writes, Dear Spencer and the recovery team, thank you so much for creating and maintaining this podcast. I listen to your podcast every day on my 40-minute commute each way, so I get at least an episode a day, which is great because I need the serenity on my way to work and on my way home. I have a great example of my higher power working for me. Last night, I was on my way home from a family gathering that was two hours away. My husband, who was struggling with his sobriety, called me in a rage. He was upset for various reasons that I thought were illogical. He would hang up, then call me back and would continue to yell. I already knew he was drunk and would have to deal with him when I got home. I was dreading going home and even debating going somewhere else for the night. He must have forgotten how far I had to drive because he was upset that I wasn't home yet. He angrily said, well, I might be asleep by the time you get home. When he hung up, I prayed to my higher power for that to be true. Literally, within a few seconds, my GPS sounds, accident ahead in two miles. That extra 30 minutes that I was in traffic due to the accident was such a blessing. I was laughing in traffic because I knew this was my higher power. By the time I got home, my husband was asleep. I was so happy. Thank you for letting me share this. I appreciate all the shares from your podcast, and I'm so happy I finally found the courage to add my own share to your worldwide community. Much love, Bernice from California. Tessa wrote about episode 293. I cannot thank Lynn and you enough for sharing this story. I swear, I thought Lynn was talking about me. It was like having an out-of-body experience. I'm only six months into the program, and this is an episode I will be revisiting. I'm only now coming to terms with my codependency and what it is meant to come from a family of unrecovered adult children of alcoholics. This story is my first step. Love and light, Tessa. And thank you, Tessa. I'm glad that uh, we can speak to you through Lynn. We got a short voicemail about the Saying No episode. Hi. I just want to tell you, I just looked at your Say No episode, and it was just lovely. I got so much out of it. Just really, really wonderful perspectives on all aspects of No and the ramifications, and just wonderful. Thank you so much for that. I love your podcast. Thanks. And Ashley wrote in with some topic ideas. Hello, Spencer and Recovery Show hosts. I've been thinking about a few topic ideas for a while, and I thought I should finally write them down. I've heard referenced at Al-Anon meetings recently how ACOA Al-Anon members are highly likely to have PTSD or some trauma syndrome due to experiences in their home life growing up. I didn't realize this was a thing until I heard someone speak on it. There's a whole other program for ACOA and a lot of literature on these subjects. I was hoping perhaps people with experience in some of these areas could possibly co-host a podcast and share their experience, strength, and hope as it pertains to recovering from trauma left from growing up in an alcoholic home. I recently had an experience where an argument triggered me into feeling like a four-year-old girl cowering in front of my father. So it appears I have some trauma I wasn't aware of. Another podcast I've loved to hear is on grandchildren of alcoholics or perhaps those on the further tip of the diseases like friends or cousins. When I walked in, to Al-Anon. I didn't think I belonged, that I was an imposter, because no one in my life drank heavily that I was aware of. 
I came to realize that I had grandparents on both sides whose drinking affected my parents. Through their experiences growing up, they passed the symptoms of the disease down to me and my siblings. Since being in Al-Anon, I realize that I have around seven or eight family and friends whose drinking affects our relationship, way more than the none I felt I had when I was a newcomer. Another topic I thought may pertain to some listeners is a medically diagnosed mental health problem in their alcoholic loved one. Sometimes people who suffer from mental illnesses self-medicate through drugs or alcohol, and then there are two or more mental health issues to deal with in our recovery. I know it has helped me to see the alcohol controlling some of my mother's behaviors. However, there are times when I have to look at the behavior and try to see if it is one of her other two diagnosed mental health problems at work in that moment. These other factors affect some of my involvement in her personal affairs, that if it were only an alcohol problem, I probably wouldn't involve myself in. Due to her other diagnoses, she has other things that make her incapable of doing things for herself. I'd love to hear others sharing of experience, strength, and hope if they are in similar situations and how they manage this in their recovery. I also have some experience here that I could share during the podcast. Sincerely, Ashley from Alberta. And thank you, Ashley, for all those ideas. And if you've been thinking, if you're listening and you've been thinking about maybe co-hosting and one of those speaks to your experience, um, please let let me know and we'll set up uh, a time to talk about it. Thank you. And a short note of thanks. Hi, I just started listening to the Recovery Show podcast and I really, really like it. It's a beautiful job you are all doing, so keep up the good work, please. Thank you. Best regards from Maria in Sweden. I want to thank again the sponsors for this show who contributed through the website. Thank you, Jacqueline, Marilyn, Dan, and Sharon. But thank you all for your support in whatever form you give it. Sharing your experience on the show, sharing the podcast with your friends, simply direct them to therecovery.show or just listening. We are here for you. for listening and please keep coming back to recovery and to this podcast whatever your problems there are those among us who have had them too if we did not talk about a problem you are facing today feel free to contact us so we can talk about it in a future episode may understanding love and peace growing you one day at a time